0: Good morning, and thank you for tuning into The Ripple, your daily podcast for all the circles in your life. Today's episode welcomes you to Tuesday, November 17th, and let's get to your headlines. Locally, while Vermont set another record yesterday with 122 new coronavirus cases, there has been a silver lining to the pandemic. The number of people who moved to Burlington in the spring from bigger cities was double what it was during that same period last year. Other top destinations based on the increase in the number of new arrivals this spring over last spring included Santa Maria and Santa Barbara, California, Louisville, Kentucky, Buffalo, New York, El Paso, Texas, Little Rock, Arkansas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Greenville, South Carolina, and Knoxville, Tennessee. There's no way to predict if these migrants will set down permanent routes, although many have bought homes. But a third of those who move to Vermont say they are likely or very likely to stay for good, according to a survey by the University of Vermont. That works out to somewhere between 8,700 and 10,900 new Vermonters so far this year. It's a big boost in a state whose population is just 623,000, making it the nation's second smallest, only Wyoming has fewer people, and the second oldest after Maine. Nationally, the four astronauts who left Earth on Monday have arrived at the International Space Station. The SpaceX Dragon capsule made a series of inch-perfect maneuvers to bring them into the attachment position on the front of the orbiting lab. Raising the residency of the International Space Station to seven individuals will triple the amount of science that can be conducted out in space, the U.S. agency NASA says. The Falcon rocket and Dragon capsule they use to get off of Earth is a service of the California firm SpaceX that now sells it to NASA. And the agency has a contract with the company for a further five crew rotation after this one. It's a new way of doing business for NASA, who always used to own and operate the hardware needed to get astronauts into low-Earth orbit. Now that the agency can source taxi rides from a private supplier, it's focusing its efforts on developing a rocket and capsule for the more challenging task of taking people back to the moon, something it hopes to do later this decade. Internationally, Hurricane Iota made landfall with a maximum sustained wind of 155 miles per hour, at 10.40 hour time on Monday night near the town of Hulavar, Nicaragua. The landfall location of Iota was just 15 miles south of where Hurricane Eta made landfall as a Category 4 earlier this month on November 3rd. This is the first time on record that two major hurricanes, Category 3 or stronger, have made landfall in Nicaragua in the same hurricane season, much less two weeks apart. Flooding, rainfall, and mudslides are expected to be the biggest dangers for Central America now that IOTA is inland, including the areas that were devastated by ETA's heavy rain earlier this month. In sports yesterday, Giovanni Reina, Nicolas Giancini, and Sebastian Soto all made their first international goals as the United States beat Panama 6-2 in a friendly Monday night in Austria. The second youngest U.S. team ever fielded with an average age of 22 and a half years started brightly but found itself trailing inside of 10 minutes. However, just 20 minutes later, the U.S. was firmly on the front foot when they made it 3-1 in the 26th minute with Giancini, who plays for League Two side Sen, netting the second, his second of the night with a close-range header following some neat build-up play in the penalty area. Panama grabbed a second goal midway through the second half, but late substitutes produced a flurry of chances and goals for the U.S., who looked dangerous throughout the night. Members of the team will now return to their clubs across Europe and prepare for leagues to resume play this weekend. And now let's take a look at our weather forecast for today. Here in Vermont, we can expect a sneak preview of deep winter weather today. Temps won't make it out won't make their way out of the 30s with today's high predicted to only be 37 degrees. We may see some snow showers this morning to make sure we take notice of the winter weather. And just a heads up, tomorrow looks to be even colder with temperatures in the 20s. Sunset tonight is at 4:22 p.m. And now Let's usher in the Renaissance era in England with Today in History. In Today in History, Queen Mary I, the monarch of England and Ireland, since 1553, dies and is succeeded by her 25-year-old half-sister Elizabeth. The two half-sisters, both daughters of King Henry VIII, had a stormy relationship during Mary's five-year reign. Mary, who was brought up as a Catholic, enacted pro-Catholic legislation and made efforts to restore the Pope to supremacy in England. A Protestant rebellion ensued, and Queen Mary imprisoned Elizabeth, a Protestant, in the Tower of London on suspicion of complicity. After Mary's death, Elizabeth survived several Catholic plots against her, though her assassination was greeted with approval by most of England's lords, who were largely Protestant and hoped for greater religious tolerance under a Protestant queen. Under the early guidance of Secretary of State Sir William Cecil, Elizabeth repealed Mary's pro-Catholic legislation, established a permanent Protestant Church of England, and encouraged the Calvinist reformers in Scotland. In foreign affairs, Elizabeth practiced a policy of strengthening England's Protestant allies and dividing her foes. Elizabeth was opposed by the Pope, who refused to recognize her legitimacy, and by Spain, a Catholic nation that was at the height of its power. In 1588, English-Spanish rivalry led to an abortive Spanish invasion of England in which the Spanish Armada, the greatest naval force in the world at the time, was destroyed by storms and a determined English Navy. With increasing English domination at sea, Elizabeth encouraged voyagers of discovery, such as Sir Francis Drake's circumnavigation of the world and Sir Walter Raleigh's expeditions to the North American coast. The long reign of Elizabeth coincided with the flowering of the English Renaissance, associated with such renowned authors as William Shakespeare. By her death in 1603, England had become a major world power in every respect, and Queen Elizabeth I passed into history as one of England's greatest leaders. And that's all for this Tuesday edition of The Ripple. Take care of each other and have a sterling day. Oh la